following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Welcome to episode seven of the Anything, Everything, and Nothing podcast with Lynn and Kim. I am Kim, also known as the Big Sister, and on the other line we have Lynn, the Little Sister. You sounded so good. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I've been practicing for two weeks. (laughs) Boo to you. I know, right? I know, right? What's going on, babe? That's corny. Man, listen. It's it's a Wednesday, Friday, so I guess that's a good thing. Listen, I just told Ross, I was like, why does it feel like Friday night? I think because we're supposed to do the podcast on Friday, but it's Wednesday because we have the Thanksgiving edition. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I'm all jacked up. I'm like, oh God, okay. But anyway, but anyway. So welcome it, to episode seven, Thanksgiving edition. Yes, 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 yes. But yeah, it's um I like it though, you know. I love I love a Friday, so I was so anxious to get out that door to work from work today. Ooh, ooh. Listen, yes, I understand. I we were technically off. The office was closed today, so I had to get out of the oh I got something to do mode and just feel and enjoy the day. So there you go. Well, I'm gonna have to try that tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Well, look here. Um, let's 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 go ahead and do what we do. And um, let's look. How was your last two weeks? <laughs> it has not been two weeks, or has it? I think it's not been two weeks. It has been two weeks. We did we did not record last week. We had so much going on. We could not fit our favorite thing in. But we're back on track. It's been so- ish weeks. It ain't not quite two. It's been like a week. And some change. Well, it's been too long, too long for us to be away from our listeners, and for our listeners not to have us. Well, that's true. Okay, and we got to do something about episode six that the listeners don't exactly have right now. Yeah, I, I don't know what we're gonna do with episode six, but uh, we'll give them enough for episode seven. So, all right, babe. Well, let's um, let's do what we do. Um, look, look. I'm, I'm not used to being the one who starts off the conversations. So, sis, how was your week? <laughs> um, well, shoot, it hadn't been a week. Well, how was your look? How was your, your first three days of the week? <laughs> <laughs> They've been okay. Um, I, you know, me and my little my littlest one, Edison, both have been feeling kind of under the weather, oh. but in different respects. He's got a cough. I got some stomach stuff. And we both just a mess around here tonight. But um, so that, I don't know, the past three days, it's been kind of weird because Amir is not here. I've only had one child. So that's kind of strange. It kind of changes up 
the routine and the I kept feeling like I was for, forgetting or missing doing something. Right. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm done with Edison. Uh, what's the next thing? There is no next thing. <laughs> oh, I don't have a second thing. I don't have I don't have double duty because there is no mirror. <laughs> exactly, because mirror is away on vacation. Okay. Yes, he is living it up. So. Um, he's been to basketball games and uh, what else? Out to eat. Okay. He was supposed to go see lights tonight, but they didn't end up doing that. Okay. He's just been kind of, you know, he's been playing video games. He's been living it up. No, what's that song by Snoop, honey? Um, Mir is living his best life. <laughs> His best life, honey. Yes, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. His best little life. I just got off the phone with him. Okay. And he was eating. He was eating a hot dog, McDonald's french fries, and some meatballs. I said, Mir. Okay. Can we say upset stomach? Your stomach finna be towed up. Exactly. Can we say upset stomach? Finna be towed up. Can we say children's Pepto-Bismol? Huh? I said, can we say ch- children's Pepto-Bismol? Right. <laughs> that is too funny. So, okay. yeah, but he's uh, he's having fun. We'll see him tomorrow. Okay, cool. What else is going on? Um, What else is going on? I don't know. You say that like you fishing for something. No, I'm just asking what else is going on. I'm not fishing. I'm just asking. (laughs) Why I got to be fishing? Nothing else besides the obvious that tomorrow is, you know, food day. People talk about turkey day, but I don't know how I feel about no turkeys these days with the salmonella and stuff. Well, they said the salmonella was in the romaine lettuce. Okay. So is all the damn romaine lettuce in the world affected with E. coli? Well, they said don't mess with none of it. Well, that's my point. So it's all the romaine salad bag mixtures. Say what? Not even if it's in the little salad bag mixtures. I know. So is all the romaine lettuce made at the same manufacturer or from the same place? Because I'm just like, what the hell? There's only one person that makes romaine lettuce? Right, right. I've never heard, like they'll say, you know, a recall from this company or that company. They're like, don't eat no romaine lettuce whatsoever in the world. I'm like, okay, all righty then. They were like, nothing. Don't mess with the stuff that's prepackaged, that's mixed in. Because I wanted, um, <clears throat> I was at the store last night and I wanted one of my little sa- salad mixes that I normally get. And I looked at the bag and it said romaine. And I was like, nope, nope, can't do it. Because it's a mixture of like kale, romaine, um, cabbage. It's that kind of mixture. It's so good too. And I really wanted it. But I saw romaine and I put it right back. And I just got a salad that was spinach only. (laughs) Now, let me ask you this. Do you, have you heard or do you know what E. coli is? Yes. It's a, it's a, a bacteria normally found in stool. Right, in shit. Exactly. Okay, I just want to make sure. Oh, I said stool. Look well, it's you. not stool. It's found in shit. That's it is stool. That's the scientific medical yeah. term. 
Okay, well, I just wanted to make sure. So while y'all calling it E. coli and salmonella and all them fancy terms, it's code word for shit. Okay, but anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I mean, it is. But okay, okay. I'm just saying. Look, if we're gonna keep it real, <laughs> talking about E. coli and salmonella. So it's what the bacteria is it's called is it, E. coli. Is it, is it certain degrees of shit? Is what makes one shit E. coli and what makes the other shit salmonella? <laughs> I don't know, but I want to know. What, are they like fertilizing the the romaine lettuce with? Poop? That, I mean, what that, are they doing? That's all I'm saying, sis. That's all I'm saying. But it, yeah. Okay, we're not gonna get on. We're not. We're not gonna get on um, shit investigation tonight. But I'm just saying, talking about E. coli and salmonella. Here y'all well, go. Don't eat no turkey and don't eat no romaine lettuce. He go, to, he, go, he go to government. He go to government. <laughs> Listen, I talked to um, this sidebar. I talked to Tyrone, our friend, who's coming to Defy Life here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, I said, you ready? I said, where are you eating? Um, are y'all eating? Um, Thanksgiving at your mom's house. And he was like, no, we're going to have Massacre Day at my house. Oh, not Massacre Day. I was like, oh, I, said, I said, what? He come at Massacre Day. I was like, damn. So he calls it Massacre Day, but he actually celebrates it. I'm surprised to hear that they do it. Well, it's, it's just a day to get together with family. They don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. It's mm-hmm. just Call it following the tradition of family getting together, but the whole Thanksgiving thing and all that, nah, nah, nah. Okay. That was funny though. He said, he said, I thought he, I thought he said mask and he said no massacre. I was like, well, technically, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. yes right. <laughs> so, but anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. But anyway. All right. So, uh, what, anything, anything, anything on your mind right now or anything else about your three days of the week since you had to be so damn technical? Come on. It ain't been a full week yet. Well, technically it hasn't, but also actually, I guess it has been almost two weeks that, you know, we've recorded. So in that time, I have no memory. (laughs) <laughs> beyond the last three days so I couldn't tell you yes besides right now so right right so um yeah I mean that's pretty much it just you know like I said besides the obvious tomorrow being eat day I will be driving a lot apparently okay that's what, gonna be what, my thing what's a what's a lot Ugh. Well, an hour and a half to Denmark, and from Denmark, almost, I want to say it's almost two hours to Hartsville. Oh, jeez. Okay. Is it more? I don't know. Either way, it's a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. What time are you getting out? Mm-hmm. I listen. I don't, you know, I can't do nothing with what's going to happen in the morning. Okay. I got to know. The earlier the better, but I don't know. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, you know, yeah, it's got such short days with light now, you know what I'm saying? That's to get out and do do what you need to do. So yeah, I'm going to try to make it early-ish. Okay. okay. Well, um, are you finished telling our listeners about your week and what's on your mind? Yes. Okay. Well, look, my turn. <laughs> My turn. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, the week 
also known as the first three days, since you got to be so technical. Um, the week started off good on Sunday. For those of you who don't know, and sis, of course, you already know, uh, the love of my life, my niece, Jayla, uh, got engaged on Sunday to a wonderful young man named BJ Suber. Um, we celebrated um, her engagement. Well, she had a baby shower, actually. Absolutely. And into a baby shower slash will you marry me type of thing. But anyway, it was it was really, really sweet. Um, it was really, really nice. You know, I'm just a big bucket of tears, so I was just crying and everything. So, um, But it, it was cool. And I think you were on FaceTime live because somebody was on it live, so you got to be there even though you couldn't be there. So that was good. So that was good. So you were there in spirit and you could see it. And I could see it. You could see it. Yes. Yes. So that was that was good. That started off the week good. Um it's a short week for work, which is good. So we were off today. We're off tomorrow and Friday. And I'm going to be off tomorrow and Friday. Not gonna do any work. Right. Yes, not gonna do any work. And let's see. New job going pretty well. It's um it's it's different. And um, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna make it do what it do. And um, so let's see. Um I do have something on my mind though. And maybe you can maybe you can help me. Okay, what would that be? Piggybacking on the um on the baby shower. Mm-hmm. Now let me see. I've been to yours. Look, I'm 50, I've only been to I've only been to like five baby showers in my 50 years, okay? Okay, when Jayla was one, which which was 24 years ago, and then Mir, who will be six, so that was six years ago. Oh, Lord. No, I went to Edison. Edison. So that would be three years ago. Right. At Jayla's baby shower, it was a whole bunch of men. Uh I'm not a whole bunch of men. Yeah. It was probably equal. Mm-hmm. And I was stunned. Because yeah. look like a party, huh? Well, baby showers when I when I was at Jayla's first baby shower, when Jayla, you know, when, when her mom was pregnant with her, there were no men. Right. And I'm trying to think if there were any men at Mir's baby shower. I don't think so. Um, no, no, at Edison's or there were none at Mir's. No, I didn't think so. And there was one at Edison's, and that was the daddy. Okay, so I haven't seen the whole young men bringing gifts either by themselves or with their girlfriends and then participating in the activities. Exactly. Like, that is very new right now. Very new. I was looking around like, okay, like, for real, for real? Yeah, like, this is weird. I'm like, this is weird for for me, for my generation. I was like, this is weird. I mean, sis, the whole, there were guys there by themselves and then there were guys there with their girlfriends. Right. With all of that being said, there were still men there. And I was like, okay. Okay. But I didn't really dislike it. I thought it was kind of cool because to see the guys there supporting BJ, but I've just never been to a baby shower that was unisex. That just tripped me out. That is is definitely a new trend where you know both parents are involved in celebrating the baby. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. 
since we now this is not on my mind, but since we're talking about it, do you have a gender reveal party and a baby shower, or do you just have one or the other? I've seen people do both. I think it has started out as being both. You do the gender reveal first and you do it earlier on and then there's a baby shower. Gender reveal is very new too. Okay. Well, that, okay, well, now the gender reveal, that's for the parents, for the people, so there's no gift giving there. Right. Okay, it's just a party to to um, announce the gender of the baby. Right. Then you have the baby shower. That's, that's when you bring the gifts. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, see, I've never even heard of a gender a gender reveal party until I started seeing it like on like the love and hip hop shows and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So okay. But anyway, that was the 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 men at the baby shower. What was on my mind? The gender reveal wasn't, but it, it came up. Um, what else is on my mind? I've posted more this week from Jay's baby shower. Look, than I've posted ever since I got on Facebook. Ever in life. Listen, okay, okay, funny, funny true story. It took me, I asked you about the pictures. Mm-hmm. It took me 30 minutes to post the to make the post that I did about BJ. It literally took me 30 minutes. <laughs> This because I couldn't I downloaded the pictures and mm-hmm. I don't know where the hell they went so oh, I had to go find them I really need you to do better it took me 30 minutes and by the time I got to post it I was tired you know what I'm saying I was yeah. like oh my God, this is it just it got to be a better way it got to right. be a better way <laughs> yeah it's a better way oh god okay but anyway that was funny and uh, so that's uh, that's what's on my mind. Now, I do want to share something with you. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I don't know if it was Jay um, with the, the Fire Life podcast. But did you see the post about anxiety and CBD oil? I You sent it to me. Yes, I did. Now, very, very interesting. And for all of those who are listening Everybody knows that Lynn and I suffer from anxiety, like real anxiety, not just mm-hmm. some play play thing, like the real, like the struggle is real with the anxiety. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. The reason that I want to go and take traditional medicine, because I tried the CBD oil. I tried the highest milligram of CBD oil that there is. Mm-hmm. And it did not work. Oh. And, um... You know, our friend Tyrone, who's again coming to uh, Defy Life with uh, Black Gumbo here soon. He is um, he has healthy. I want to say it's healthy choices. And um, I've been educating myself and getting knowledge through him about the benefits of CBD oil. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people who take it. But sis, it did not work for me. Hmm. So I don't know if the CBD oil didn't work. And I'm talking about 1500 milligrams. You can't get any higher than that of the true CBD oil from the hemp plant. Okay. Right. right. So it didn't work. I'm not having too much success with the traditional medicine. So again, 
for those who listen, you know I'm thinking about hypnosis. But uh-huh. I thought the article was really, really interesting and good, but I tried the CBD oil because I wanted to go the natural method first before I went to traditional medicine. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't successful. Followed the instructions, took it like I was supposed to. Right. And it still, it, it didn't, you know, it, it, it just didn't work. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And if you guys hear Poco in the back, I apologize. Um, something has him spooked right now. And he's acting like a little donkey right now. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's that's my week, sis. And that's what's on my mind. So um, I'm just glad to be back with my sis, getting back in our groove. Man, I was kind of thrown off last week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, when we couldn't make it work, I was like a little bothered, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it felt kind of weird. He did. He it's did. definitely the outlet for the week. Yes, yes. Well, guys, we're going to kind of do another kind of off the cuff, but more of a Thanksgiving edition of off the cuff. Um, this time of year, it's just a time to sit back and reflect, whether it's happy memories, sad memories. And we decided that we wanted to give you guys kind of like an inside look into us. You know, we wanted to go deep, let you guys get to know us on, on a basis that's not just superficial. I can't promise you you won't have no tears tonight. I don't know where this is going to go, but um, we just, gonna, we just gonna, we just gonna let you into our lives. You ready? Are you ready for that, sis? I suppose. <laughs> I know, right? We said you spoke. Well, um, off the cuff, since tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and yes, it started with a massacre, but we're going to look at the positives of it. Um, <laughs> let Tyrone tell it. Let Tyrone tell it. I can't listen. Sidebar. I cannot wait for Black Gumbo to come on the Five Life. <laughs> I'm going to be all on that podcast. I'm trying to tell you. My brother is just wait and see. Shout out to Black Gumbo. Shout out to Defy Life. <laughs> okay, but anyway. Right, right. So we, want, we want you guys to get to know us and what we're thankful for, what we're struggling with. And we just want to keep it real with you guys. And this is what we would, this is what we talked about. And then we said, you know what? Let's let's share it with the listeners. Let's let's be vulnerable and let's just talk about some things just and just see and just see where it goes. So with that being said, sis, I'm going to ask you with tomorrow being Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for? Ah! (laughs) I know. Right. Look, dun, dun, dun. Oh, my goodness. Uh. So let's see. It's hard to sometimes it's hard for me to answer this question being, you know, when I have my half glass empty attitude. Yes. Um, Because if you ask me the opposite of that question, I'm ready and I can shoot it off, you know, like it's nothing. Right. Not a good thing. That's kind of bad. Um, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Cause it ain't, you know, I'm not sleeping under a bridge, you know, all the people I love are 
that the now people that I love are here. I mean, you know, of course, there's a few that are that are going on, which makes this time of year kind of hard. But I'm still yet thankful for. Well, and I'll say with my mom and dad being gone. Okay. It makes this time of year hard because today is my daddy's birthday. Oh, um, sis. Yeah. You know how I am with birthdays. Yeah, I don't child. I'll hold it against you. But listen, has it been on your mind? Yes. Well, why yes. in the hell didn't you say something? What? It's okay. I mean, you know. I did, I did better this year than I did last year. Okay, okay. And I, I did him a little post shout out um on Facebook and okay. So um, the day before Thanksgiving, okay, I'm I'm up because you know I have to put yeah. it on the calendar. The day before this Thanksgiving. year, this year, the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, pops would have been how old today? Eighty one. Eighty one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, pops in heaven, which is so weird. Okay. Yeah, um, because I when I think about, you know, he passed away when he was seventy nine, and when I think about that, I'm like, dang, daddy, he didn't seem like he was heading into his eighties, and Mm -hmm. he probably would have been just as spry and, you know, active as he was at seventy nine, you know, at eighty one. So it's weird to think, you know, you think of somebody eighty one, you think they home in the in the rocking chair. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, so it's difficult because his birthday is to is today and it's always a day or two or three before Thanksgiving. Um, and then of course, you know, memories of being a part of the whole Thanksgiving tradition with them. And then my mom really loved Christmas, so it you know, it's difficult, but. I'm thankful for my babies, all three of them, the big one included. He's still a baby. Um, I'm so very thankful for my children and the the fact that they're healthy and they're well, they're smart, and you know, in a three year, almost four year period, Edison has come a really long way. Absolutely. And, um, I'm very thankful that he hasn't had any extended problems beyond being premature right. or resulting from him being premature. Um, I'm thankful for my family that I do have, you know, my cousins, my aunts. I put an S on it because I, I, I heard that S. <laughs> right, right. My aunts, because I do have two. You know, got one on my mom's side and one on my dad's side. <laughs> so that's two. And we go, we're not gonna distinguish sides. So my aunts, my cousins, my brother, you know, okay. my big sister Kim. Hey, 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 hey. I put you in you you go there instead of in the friend category. So okay. my friends, you know, I'm thankful for the support that I received from family and friends in times when I need it. Uh Uh-oh. Here comes the little person. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm thankful for my children's father, our producer, Yusuf. Uh, Okay. Shout out to Yusuf, the producer. (laughs) How may I help you, Edison? 
I think he needs a Band-Aid. Y'all take a pause for the call. Say hello to Edison. Hi, Eddie Pooh. Oh, did you hear him? I heard him say Ma. Uh-uh, he said hi. Oh, he did. Oh, hey, sweetheart. <laughs> Come here, Edison. He He's getting his own Band-Aid. Oh, okay. 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 So anyway, um, I'm thankful that I have a job, that I have a roof over my head, that I have a car that drives. Right, right. <laughs> had had any issues since you got it out of the shop? Which right. Well. I do two new tires, but other than that, okay, like as quickly as I could possibly get them. Um, and I'm thankful for my physical health, even though, you know, I got whatever is going on right now. I'm claiming it as temporary, nothing major, you know, a fluke and it'll resolve itself. So I'm definitely thankful for my health and for being here. Okay. So you said... It's difficult, but how, how do you how do you like tomorrow, sis? How, what what happens tomorrow? Because pops and moms aren't here, so do you just focus on the kids? Um, do you allow yourself to reflect and feel whatever it is about not having mom and pops here? You know what I'm saying? Um, I I can't remember for sure if I did in the past um this will be the what I think the the second Thanksgiving without daddy and the third without mama right so I think I just embraced whatever the new thing is which it isn't exactly a thing yet I think I did something different last year and something different the year before okay um but I think I'm just going to be trying to figure out what the new thing is, what the new thing is. And I was thinking like, and whatever it is, like have your own tradition and then it can always be since Thanksgiving was Pops thing, like do in memory of Pops or something, you know what I'm saying? But something, something happy, not nothing that's going to bring you down, but start your own tradition incorporating the memory of pops and mom you know what i'm saying yeah 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 yeah. i just gotta figure out what that is you know i i think about you well you know even though we talk 50 11 times and we text (laughs) 1000 times but on days like tomorrow you know i I think about you and of course you're always invited here and i always want to make sure that you're good you know because when you have that relationship like you had with mom and pops, I mean, you, it's, you, you can't replace that. No. You know, and, um, you know, I just, I'm here for you, and you know that. And, Thank um, you very much. You know, so, okay, well, that was I really appreciate good. that. I mean, um, if I, I, I mean, if there is a plan, if, if any of it includes shooting through there tomorrow, I'm definitely going to do that. Okay. Um, okay. So, you know, I think, I don't know. 
I don't know what my I think I have to come through Columbia. So anyway. Well either way, I mean, you know, we're gonna be at mom's and you know, we're eating at three like we normally do. Um I think, you know, Terry has to work and um but you know, we'll be there and if it's about being around the people who you love and they're gonna make you smile, just come on through. Come on through. Right. Come on through. All right. Yeah. Um so what about you, sis? Well, I'm fortunate, I guess you could say. Um, I haven't had the experience of losing a, well, oops, look, oops, that's not, that's not really, I was going to say, yeah, okay, but we'll get into that. Um, That devastating loss. Um, I've lost, I lost my sister Mm -hmm. when Betty was 16, 2016. Yeah. Yeah, but... um, and I've lost both of my fathers, my stepfather and my biological father. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, but that devastating loss to lose two parents. Um, I admire your strength because I don't know how I I'm hoping that I'm probably 80 or 90 by the time my mom leaves here. Because, like, like, like I try to prepare myself for that now. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not good preparation. No, and, and and I don't know if that's part of the anxiety trying to prepare, trying to prepare for the worst. Mm-hmm. But I'm not ready for that just yet. I'm just keeping it. I know, and I know everybody got to live, and everybody got to die, and I'm 50 years old, and you would think I can't even imagine. Yeah. So you know your strength and being, and then the closeness in the time of death apart. I just, I just admire how you have been able to maintain and just be the strong young woman that you are. I, I really do admire you for that. And I want you to know that. Thank you. Um, let's see now. What am I thankful for? Um, I'm thankful sis for my family and my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, to be completely honest most of my family are not blood related. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah. My family not by blood. Yeah. My my family is a crossbreed of emotional connection and no blood connection whatsoever. And that's sometimes that I, I wonder why, but for me it's okay because my life is good. You know what I'm saying? Um I have the best family and friends. And when I say friends, it's friends slash family. Right. Um, Because friends doesn't describe the relationship that I have and and what I feel for these people. You and Marsha and Kelly and Kenny. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, And things like that. None of us have any blood but I love y'all so much. And there's a true connection there. Um, My family and small it is. And as dysfunctional as we can be, sometimes Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want any other family in the world. Right. Um, My mom is truly my ride or die. And Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for her. 
I am, she's getting older. She's 73. And just, just stuff, just stuff medically is beginning to get, be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Stuff that I've never heard of. We went to the doctor today and I'm just thankful that she's still here to teach and guide me because I feel like I need it. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. My brother, Michael. Strange cat, man. Strange cat. <laughs> strange cat. Don't talk about my boy like that. Now. I know. Listen, I, I'm just saying he's a strange cat. He, my, my, Michael is in a world of his own, but <laughs> he has my back. You know, yeah. don't mess with him. He, he can mess with me, but don't nobody else can't mess with me. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Um, and me and my, my brother Terry, we don't talk all the time. He's my, you know, for, for those who don't know, Terry's my oldest brother. But it's like you can drop everything when we need each other, we're there. And right. everybody can't say that. Right. A lot of people don't have that. And so I'm really thankful for my family, um, my friends, I don't, I can't even begin to tell you guys how much I love you. Um, well, we love you too, girl. No, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. Like y'all are, y'all just ride or die with me mm-hmm. and y'all allow me to be me. And like everybody has their own purpose in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, sis, mm-hmm. you my ride or die 50 limb, 50 limb. <laughs> You're that person that I can talk to about anything, anything. and nothing. Yes. We, we cry, we laugh, we get serious, we argue, you know? <laughs> right, right. My own is my rock. You know, mm-hmm. he is like when when my when my dad died, he stepped in like I know that I'm gonna be all right as long as I got time. That mm-hmm. that's how that's how I feel. Okay. He didn't take the place of my dad because we're the same age, but he he provides that male security. Right. I think every woman needs. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And it's 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 kind of weird. And so like when when something goes wrong and like he he just steps in and he just knows how to just make it right and that security means a lot to me mm-hmm. and i learned how to take care of myself from my daddy from my stepfather but mm-hmm. he just having it's like i feel like i got a big old burly man behind me you know what i'm saying yeah and and, and i'm okay um kenny just loves me unconditionally. He is my rock too. Marsha, that's my girl. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know, sis, and, and, and Kelly, you know, me and Kelly, I mean, y'all are my little sisters. And it had nothing to do, it was just a kindred connection that brought us together. I didn't know y'all. We, You know, and yeah. everybody are co-workers and you meet at work and you have relationships but for it to evolve into right. what have, I'm just thankful. Because you and I didn't even work in the same place. I mean, right. the same building. At the same nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you, I, I don't know, sis, I, I'm just 
so thankful. I was talking to Tyrone. We need to give Tyrone a um, commercial in, the, in this podcast because he's right. right. <laughs> but Tyrone and I were talking a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, and we were talking about because every single time, sis, you know, we talk on the phone. Say, hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. And I'm like, AMT, are you always great? And he's like, yeah, pretty much. You never hear him say, oh, the day is not a good day or anything like that, right? Right. We got to talking one day and he was like, I'm wealthy. He said, I'm not wealthy in money. I'm wealthy because I got good family and friends. Mm. And I was like, damn, I need to keep that philosophy because that that right there was deep. Now, when we went to, we had our Thanksgiving dinner at the office last week. Uh-huh. And I said that. And everybody was looking at me. And they were like, darn, Kim, that was deep. <laughs> because I feel like I'm a millionaire because of y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, like, sis, they're like, they're, I don't feel like between my family and my friends, I don't feel like there's nothing that I can't do. Right. And that makes me feel good. Like, I don't care if something happens, like the worst thing that could happen in my life. I know that the support of my family and my friends, I know I'll make it through. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what I'm thankful for. Right. And that's just what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for life and just being here and being able to just share and be. And and that that that's what I'm thankful for, sis. I don't know if I just if that just rambled on, but I don't know. I'm feeling kind of sentimental or something. I don't know. Oh, oh you about to cry? No, I ain't about to cry. I ain't about to cry. Then I then I'm thankful for Jayla because Jayla got a wonderful man, young man that has come into her life and loves her enough to ask her to marry him. You know? I know. Every day. You know what I'm saying? And 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 then he wants to marry Kenley too. And for those who don't know, Kenley is my great niece, great niece who's four years old. But I mean, that means a lot, sis. I mean, all these positive things. And like you said, we can look at the glass half empty or half full. And I really try to be for you and the people in my life. I try to be that glass half full. Right. You know, and so I'm just I'm just thankful. I'm thankful that I have a job. I'm thankful that I have the support of my family and friends to go out and do new things, start new ventures, the podcast. I'm thankful for the podcast, you know, because it's something that we wanted to do and we just did it. We believed in ourselves. So I'm thankful for all of that. I really am. You know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can I get an amen? Look, can we light? Can we lighten up the conversation a little bit? Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, so heavy. I know, right? I know, right? But anyway, so anything else, sis? Anything else you're thankful for that you want to, you know, talk about anymore, or you're good? Well, I can't top that. <laughs> I know, right? You know how sometimes when people have like a speech or something, like I don't want to go behind that. I'm good. I'm good. No, that's okay. Thank you, though. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm good. No, you go. Y'all go ahead. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Right. Well, well I, um, yeah, I, I, my sentiments are the same, basically. Yeah. Well, since we have shared what we're thankful for. 
there's something that happened to me sis a couple of weeks ago and I, and we and we we talked about it briefly. well I told you about it because we watched the same show 911 shout out to Angela Bassett <laughs> Uh, yes. But since we're talking about what we're thankful for and letting the listeners in and getting to know us, there was an episode on um, 911 and one of the characters had to make a decision about pulling the life support from her father who she didn't have a relationship with. And that took me back to my biological father dying. I'm not going to lie. I think it was three years ago. Don't make me lie. Maybe two. Uh, okay, hold up. I can't help you with that. Help me with that. It was near about, okay. We were I know. Right? It was about uh, four years ago. Oh, my God. It's been four years? Hitting on it because we were living on where they had, where the funeral was. Yes. We were living on that side back then. At the journey. At the journey at the journey church. That's right. Yep. Mir was a baby or he was one in some change when we left from over there. So we were living over there. So Okay. It had to be somewhere between uh, uh three and four years ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Thank, thank you for that, because I, I really don't know. But it brought me back to a conversation that I had with um, a person about my relationship with my father. And when I saw that episode, it's kind of like it just sat on me because I started battling with my thoughts and my emotions. Mm-hmm. And just a little background for the listeners. Since I know we've been through this over the last four years, but I did not have a very close relationship with my biological father. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my mom divorced when I was seven, I think. And basically, when he divorced my mom, he divorced me and my brother. Um, and I tried for years to have a relationship with him. Um, and it just didn't happen. And the older that I, the older I got, um, the more I realized that it was just something that was not going to happen. But you know, you had to be, your feelings had to be hurt a hundred times before you realized that it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you start realizing what, how, and what people really are. And so when I became a young adult, I had a conversation with him and I just told him that in my best interest, it was best for me to just move on. Now, let me digress or regress, digress. Uh-huh. I had a wonderful stepfather who came into my life and filled that void. So I'm not that woman who missed her father and got daddy issues. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, my stepfather was a wonderful man. He embraced me and my brother as if we were his. So I had a positive male figure. Um, I was in a happy home. Life was good. But when my father, my biological father died, um, I was told that I was, uh, what was the word? And let me see. 
I lacked com- I lacked compassion and I was being selfish. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was in the hospital, I had no desire to go because we weren't like that. And I was told that I should love him. I had to love him because he was my father. Mm-hmm. And sis, I, I just... I just disagreed with that sentiment. Love is an emotion and I had no emotion for him. Mm -hmm. So just because you were my biological father, does that mean that I had to love him? So that's the question that I'm posing to you Mm -hmm. and I'll pose to the listeners. Or is that a uh, 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 a defense mechanism that I built. But when I got the call that he was in the hospital, I was like, okay. <laughs> like my first thought was like, why are you calling me? All right. And then he was on life support and we got called to the hospital. So I battled with the, should I go? Should I not go? Should I go? Should I not go? excuse me. And then I ended up going and I asked my mom to go with me and Mm -hmm. she did. And when it was time to make the decision to take him off life support, they were like, well, let his two children make the decision. And I was like, are they talking about me? Mm. You know, Mm. because Can I be completely honest right now, sis? Yeah, please. I was like, I don't give a shit. Oh. No, that's what I was thinking. I was just like, I don't, don't, don't leave it up to me because I, I don't know. I don't care. You can leave me on to take them off. It doesn't matter because there was no emotional connection. Right. Right. And so they pulled me in the room with my brother And I was like, and then I started feeling weird. And I was like, yo, then I started getting defensive. I was like, yo, I don't want to make this decision. I don't want to, I don't want to make this decision. Let, let my brother make it, let whatever. Cause they had a better relationship than we did, you know? But I was just like, I don't want to make this. And so the decision was made to take them off the life support. Cause there was nothing that they could do. So everybody was praying around the bed, sis. And everybody was crying. And I was just standing there and I was, then I started wondering, is something wrong with me? Right. Because, you know, his his wife was crying. Uh, my aunt was crying. Uh, let me see. Uh, I think my brother Terry might have even cried a little bit. I'm not sure. But everybody was, you know, shedding a tear. And sis, I was just kind of looking down. And you know how you look out the side of your eyes when people are praying and you're just kind of looking around seeing what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was doing. And I, I didn't care. And so, like, is that normal? And I was good. And then when I saw that episode, I knew what she was going through because she didn't have a relationship with him. But when someone called me selfish, I thought, how dare you? You don't know what we've been through. You don't know my life with him. And the thing about it, sis, I'm not angry. I wasn't angry with him. Right. I just 
went on with my life. I didn't need a father at 40 years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? I needed a father when I needed my stepfather and I needed my biological father. That's what I needed. I didn't need him. Now he did. I will, I will say this when I was about 40 ish to 40, 41, he tried to make amends. Mm -hmm. It wasn't there. Sis, I didn't, at that point, I didn't need him. So when he would call, I would be like, hey, daddy, hello, you know, right, right. Like, I really didn't want to call him daddy. And I felt it was kind of disrespectful to call him by his first name. Mm -hmm. And so then I would just be like, hey, how you doing? All right. Good to see you. Yeah. Good to talk to you. Just trying to be nice. Mm -hmm. But I guess this is it. I guess the question is, was it, is it okay for me not to love him? Because I can't say that I loved him. I can't. That would be a lie. Mm-hmm. And am I selfish or are you supposed to love someone because they're your parent? No. Okay. No. Okay. Because not at I all. And I don't. Okay, so not love, um, because what what was there to love? Love what? Okay, you okay. Don't love people for no reason. Right. There has there ha- there has to be communication. There has to be yeah. something between you two, right? Yeah. So just because he was my father does not mean that I had to love him because I didn't, and right. I stand by that and. Up until last year, I I was told that I was wrong and and I was selfish. No. no, And sis, and I'm harboring anger. And I'm just like, I promise you I'm not angry, but I'm just being real. No, you don't want to. I was told that I didn't want to face the fact that I I didn't want to admit to the fact that I did love him. And I was like, no, that's that's not the case. (laughs) Mm -mm. You know, that's that's not the case. And so I don't know, but when I saw that episode, sis, it just it brought all that back. And then I I start second guessing myself. Well, maybe I did love him. Maybe I should love him. Why didn't you know what I'm saying? And it's been kind of sitting on me for about a month or so from seeing that. And then I was like, well, why did that episode resonate with me so much? Why did it stick with me? Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't know. But anyway, I just. That that's something that I'm I won't say struggling with, but I'm trying to figure out why did that episode matter so much to me? Why did it touch me? Because it touched me because I think I told you. about it. Yeah, you did. I think because you could relate to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because old girl felt the same way. She was like, "Uh, (laughs) what I got to do with this? Yeah. what, What am I supposed to do with that? Like you I don't know him, man. Right. And even though I knew I mean, I knew my father. He lived right here fifteen minutes away from me, but it was just there was just nothing. And I just I don't know. I, I need to process or figure out why the relatability is messing with me emotionally. You know what I'm saying? So but anyway, that's a that's a that's a struggle. Um, 
that I'm dealing with right now. Not enough to keep me down, but it is kind of like in the back of my mind. And, you know, I need resolution. So I need to find out what's going on with that. (laughs) You know, you know. Well, yeah. And I mean, but how do you find out what's going on with that? Um, I guess I can talk about it in therapy, you know? Yeah. I guess. I, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Um, talk, look, talk to you 50 11 times about it until we figure it out. Okay. Well, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it 50 11 times until, right. until we can figure it out. So, um, you know, but I, I want to, I guess I, I would like to get some feedback from the listeners. Like, have you ever had a situation similar to what I'm going through? You know, or did you have a strained relationship with a parent and you had to come to grips with it and figure out why should you try to make it right? You know, what what do you do in that situation? Because I decided that it was best for me to not try to cultivate that relationship because it was too much damage from the lies and the betrayal. Right. So I, did, I made a conscious decision for me, what was best for me. And, and that's what it was. So, you know, I just didn't, I didn't appreciate being called selfish and, um, you know, harboring anger because I'm denying my feelings. I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Really? <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> but anyway, so I just, so if you guys, um, have had a similar situation or know someone, send us an email. Um, what is it? Uh, Lynn and Kim dot A E N at gmail.com and, and tell us about it. Um, because I would really like to know if there's anybody else out there who has been through or going through the same thing. Um, now, sis, I don't know if you're ready to go here, but, um, you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, um, about something that you were struggling with. And it threw me for a loop because I had no idea. And that was you told me that you were grieving the loss of Edison. And remember, I said, huh? <laughs> yeah. like, what? And I went, well, no, Eddie Pooh is still here. What are you talking about? And I was so nowhere. I was to hear you say that and then explain it to me. I was just in awe that all that was going on with you, and I could not understand until you explained it to me. So, how do you feel about? giving us some background and sharing with, you know, the listeners Mm -hmm. about Edison and that loss. I know, right? Going deep, rolling in the deep. Like Adele said, rolling in the deep tonight. I was going to say, ain't that a song? Yes, it is. (laughs) Rolling in the deep. Well, um, yeah, there was a loss. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Edison was a premature baby. Um, he was born at 28 weeks. And of course, you know, you're supposed to go 40 weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's how many weeks off? 12? Uh, 12, yeah. Yeah, about three months, three whole months. Yes, sir. Uh, 
And there's a, and we have mentioned this before, even on the show about, you know, you kind of poked at me about enjoying being pregnant. So, yes. so, and it, you know, it has its enjoyable moments, not in the first three months of morning sickness, but after that, it's pretty cool. And then you get to the end and you're uncomfortable and can't breathe, and but you <laughs> can feel the baby move and yeah. that delightful. So um, I, I grieved losing that part of my pregnancy. Okay. Because by the time I was put into the hospital, I mean, I was just under six months when I went into the hospital and I hadn't even yet really developed a belly. I didn't even have the the, the belly yet. Mm-hmm. And um, I could feel him move, you know, a little at that time. But it was nothing near like what it is at the end of the pregnancy. Okay. So I never developed the round belly. I never, you know, got to feel him like really move in there. And okay. just, and, and, you know, that time of growth while, while the baby's actually in there, it just was, it just was taken away. And that was a moment of grieving along with the fact of every day, not knowing, you know, what, how he would fare. Right. And, you know, in his, um, being premature and having to be hospitalized and, and then going home without a baby. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. That is just, I don't even know how to describe that feeling. And for those mothers that really go home without a baby, I can't even imagine like that go home without a baby that never comes home. That never okay. You mean like didn't survive? Right. I got you. Okay. I could not imagine, but it was very I had already twice had babies and gone home with them. Okay. And it was the craziest thing to walk out the hospital empty handed. And I mean, I knew I could turn right around and go back in and he would be in there, but it it was still something to to feel and go through to walk out the hospital without him okay and to have to go and see him rather than him just being right there with me so you know I keep him close I get accused of spoiling him and I'm just like yeah (laughs) Uh uh-huh I was gonna ask you I was gonna ask you sis because Mir and CJ were full term correct Mm-hmm. Okay, so is there a thing with Edison being pre have being been premature? Is there a I don't want to say a closer bond? Like you said, you you might spoil him. Mm-hmm. Do you feel a connection with Edison that you did not feel with Mir or CJ? And it doesn't have to be anything bad, but like, is there right. another? No, connection? not in a bad way, but yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me tell you why I say that, because what's that nickname you call Eddie Pooh? Eddie Pooh? No, 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 no. When you say it again, I'm going to make mention to you. When, like, when you 
are talking to to, to Edison, there's this thing and this way that you say it. And wait, and it's like nothing else I ever hear you talk about. And I'm not even talking about the kids. There is something in your voice when you are talking to or about Edison and it's just completely different. And it has nothing to do with loving Mir, but it's completely different. And you call Edison this 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 cute little name. What is Thinky? <laughs> what you say? Thinky? No, 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 no. And, uh, I can't think of it sis right now but when you when you do it again okay it's normally like when you're getting ready to tell him when you tell Edison to go to bed what do you say what do you say like like go to bed oh, and then you, boogie boogie that's it that's it that's it boogie that is it there is so sis there is so much love when you say boogie to Edison Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Oh, yes, it is something in how you say it. It's the tone. Um, it's the love behind it. But it's the boogie. That's it. That's the. That's it. That is it. So you knew it. You knew what I was talking about. Right. Okay. But, but and so I was just like, there is a connection that now is that be, because. Like he is premature, but he has developed wonderfully. Right? So like, what is that extra thing? Is it just because he was premature and you're like, oh my goodness, my baby could have not survived. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's that and just the extra that had to go into caring for him. Okay. That time. Okay. Um, and the fear that came, him coming home with him, the fear that I had, you know, I was so scared to bring him home and, you know, it, it not be nurses there and machines and yeah, you know, yeah. To, to let me know if something was wrong with him. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm bringing this little tiny baby home. How am I going to know? If something's wrong with him, because, you know, he was hooked up to machines. If he stopped breathing or something like that, the machines would go off. Gotcha. Okay. Got nurses there that knew what to do and all of that. I That was the most nerve wracking thing ever. I was so scared. And I was actually relieved when he came home. And I guess a week or two later, he got put on a heart monitor mm-hmm. and I was relieved because that was at least something that would let me know something was wrong. I got you. I got you. And then I felt, again, I felt the fear again when it was time for him to get off the monitor and we had to give it back. So, um, Bring the machine back. Bring the machine back. No, don't take my machine. Don't take the machine away. Don't take the machine away. Okay. Many sleepless nights of watching him and checking on him and I think just all of that extra care and, you know, and I mean, he is the baby. So, um, I think all of that just kind of, uh, makes for what our relationship is. Okay. And and it doesn't mean that I love either one of my other two children any less. Of course not. It's a, a different 
Yeah. You are definitely a ride or die mom now. Look here. <laughs> Tell me that ride or die chick, honey. You a ride or die mom. <laughs> so. Yes, yes. I yeah. am. Okay. And, and it's just different. It's just a different kind of. He's just closer. Like I, Mir is more independent. Um, you know, he's he's good. Like everything about him yes. is good. And so, I think it just kind of grew into that from not knowing from day to day if Edison was good. Okay, and having to get that that extra little bit of mommy because of what he had going on. And a lot of times I do look at him and I think about where he came, you know, what he came from. And I'm just like, wow, this kid, you know, and he did it. He did it so well. You know, everything that everything that um they said that he was supposed to do and when, like, if all goes the way it's supposed to, this is how it's supposed to happen, is how he did it. Gotcha. He's supposed to, you know, open his eyes this day. He's supposed to be able to suck on the bottle when he this many weeks. He's supposed to have eight bottles when he this many weeks. He did all of that just as he was supposed to with no hiccups. Let me me ask you, excuse me for cutting you off. Tell Mm -hmm. me about the age thing. There was something about Edison's age. Like he was chronologically this old, but... Something amazing to me, that thing. So would you explain (laughs) to the listeners, if nobody's ever had a child who was premature or anything, the whole chronological age versus their, was it gestational age? Yeah, gestational age. Okay, gestational age. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. um, Well, Edison was born at 28 weeks. So, but that was supposed to be 28 weeks in my belly. So he was born, so he was twenty technically twenty-eight weeks old. You right? Okay. But he let me see. Let me get this right. Okay. He was he was born at twenty-eight weeks. So when but he was three he was three months early. So he was twenty-eight weeks. Which was supposed to be in the womb. Okay. So when he was actually, his actual birth due date was in May. He was born in February. He was due in May. So when May came around, although February, March, although he was three months old, gestationally, he was actually just born. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, had, I had to get that right in my head too. So I it was so amazing because I never even thought I never even thought about that. So like when Edison was one, he was really three months behind that. But he was really instead of twelve months, he was really nine months. Right. Yes. Okay. Developmentally. Yes. And when you told me, I was just like, you know what? I've never, ever thought about that in my entire life until you see that. And that's what makes it, that's what makes the delay, makes for the possible delays. And he was somewhat delayed in certain, in certain areas. Um, You could tell 
that his he was a different age, so to speak, um, as he was as he went through the months, you could tell. Okay. That, you know, at three months, he was really acting like a newborn. And then at six months, he was more like a three month old. And, you know, the doctor would have to remind me. She was like, okay, well, now you got to remember. Like when I took him to the doctor the first time, she blew my mind when she said, well, you got to remember he's not born yet. And I was like, what? Holy cow. Yeah. 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 And it, just like it's, it blew it blew your mind to first hear this, that blew my mind. I was like, oh, damn. You, he ain't born yet. <laughs> You're right. You know, she was like, technically, he's not born yet. So he's doing what he would have been doing in the womb. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. And I will say, just to piggyback on what you said, Yes, Edison has developed into a deep voice young man. <laughs> a little old man. <laughs> Look, hey, Aunt Kim. Right. <laughs> he's such an old man. Oh he's my such an old man. He's old man. But, he's so, but he's so sweet. But he's so sweet. Yeah, he is. He is a but, sweet. Um, okay, so it, it was not being able to go through the entire 40 weeks of what that experience is supposed to be like. Right. And then three months is really early. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I remember coming to the hospital and seeing you mm-hmm. and Edison was in the little, what is it? Incubator? What do you call it? Yeah. In the little incubator. He was so tiny. He was so little. My daddy called it. <laughs> what, 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 what Pops used to say? Yeah. He called it a spaceship. A spaceship. It was so he was so cute. But he just kept fighting and you were just there and 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 then and then look, boom, three years later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and he just like, you know, you would never know. Exactly. Except so, he just had a little preemie head, but outside of that. But if you think about it, sis, with with all of that, you really do have a lot to be thankful for. Yes. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it just, I mean, you know, it, it's been a lot in three years from that grief and loss, but gain to, mm-hmm. you know, my mama died the next year, my daddy died the next year. So I didn't thank God, you know, I didn't lose Edison, but that was a, a traumatic and scary experience. And oh my gosh, I cannot imagine if my anxiety right now was like this back then. Girl. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine? No, no. We would have had to take Edison from you. Yeah. Y'all would have had to sedate me. Yes. Yes. I would have been in the hospital. As far as I was concerned, I'd have been dying. Yeah. I I mean, that wouldn't have been cute. That wouldn't, it wouldn't, nothing would have been cute about that. Cause I, I did not worry a whole lot while I was in the hospital. And I think it was probably a combination of the support from y'all. You know, people were coming to see me. Um, the, they were treating me so good up there at the hospital. You know, Mir, I didn't have to worry about Mir. He was taken care of. Yep. And I shout think out to dad. Shout out to <laughs> right. Shout out to dad. Shout out to dad for taking care of Mir. <laughs> right. Right. 
So, you know, and, and Big Brother, he got it. That's right. He was a part of that. Because the men folks was at the house doing the thing now. Yes, hunting. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, my panel mismatched socks every now and again, but. That's all right. That's all right. But they was, look, the baby was able to make it through, get the way he had to go, and he made it everywhere that he had to go unscathed. So that was okay. That was okay. You know, he and Mir formed a bond during that time Mm -hmm. that has, that's still present to this day. So. That's right. That was a really good thing, and I really was happy about that. But I didn't do a whole lot of worrying. Like, I didn't, there was no anxiety about, oh, what's going to happen to me and what's going to happen to the baby. If something like that was to happen now, oh my goodness, I don't know what I would do. So, thank God my anxiety <laughs> wasn't in that place. Your OBGYN nurse or doctor would have been sending you to a psychiatrist. Right, exactly. The psychiatrist probably would have had to come up to the hospital. Like, look, can y'all get can y'all put her on something? I don't know what it is. She need to get she need to get on something. (laughs) Cause honey, Miss Anks would have she would have had you running around in the hospital. Miss Anks would have had me up the wall. Oh my God! Okay. Would have had me climbing the wall. That's. Well, sis, you know, since we've been doing the podcast, um, you know, we we talk about the stuff that we talked about, but I I feel like we gave the listeners an inside peek into us. Yeah. And that's that's what we want. We want to have a connection with with the audience, with the listeners, you know, you know, have that connection that we have. (laughs) Exactly. We want y'all to connect. Like, we connect. Because if you have a connection with anybody in this world, like the connection that me and my little sister got, you're going to be all right. You good. And, you know, I tell people that, like I tell my clients, yeah, I talk about it just so y'all know. <laughs> y'all. But, yeah, <laughs> y'all. Just so y'all know. <laughs> I talk about Kim every all the time, like in trainings <laughs> and in my counseling session. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Like, listen, do you have a Kim? <laughs> listen, what did you call me? You made me cry. You called me your person. Yeah. Oh, that was so, because I had never heard that before. Oh, you got to watch Grey's Anatomy. Now, those of you that are Grey's Anatomy fans, you know what that means. <laughs> and you know that it means something deep and close because you know about Meredith and Christina and you know that they were each other's person. So, yes. Okay. It says that is on my head. Meredith, see, you need to watch Grey's Anatomy and stop tripping. Okay, yeah, no. I don't have to catch up with on 11 seasons. No, I've never watched, Lynn, I have never watched an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Not All one. All you got to do is watch the first season to learn about Meredith and Christina. Okay. The first but, season. But no, but listen, listen, listen. He says, get on back to me being your person. Get on back to that. Okay. <laughs> you, are you are my person. And I talk, I talk about you in sessions. I'm like, you got to have a person. I ask my people, I'm like, do you have a person? Do you have a person? If you don't have a person, you need to get a person because I have a person and this is who my person is. <laughs> and I'll tell people, I say, you'll hear me say my sister and she is my sister by, not by blood, but by love. And here is what she does for me. <laughs> here's wow. what, here's what we do. Okay. She was my person, and I don't think I would make it through this daily life without my person. Oh, I would not. 
Look, crying emoji. <laughs> crying emoji. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you taking it all the way to the left now. All the way to the left. <laughs> you go. <laughs> you go. Y'all, I'm so serious. I wouldn't, would not make it without my person. I'm telling you. You know, I never heard that. I, I, there are mornings that I can't get through the morning. I will call this chick. She gonna answer the phone. I'd be about to go crazy. And all I I need a shower. can I take a shower first? No. <laughs> She'd be in the shower and I'd be like, damn it. I gotta talk. I just gotta say good morning. It don't even have to be that serious. I just feel like you're like that other cup of coffee or something. I don't know. It, mm. Oh, with, with a little cream. With a little cream. <laughs> with a little cream, which is how I like it. <laughs> with a little cream. You like the, the, the other cup of coffee. I just, it, it don't feel right to not start the morning, you know, with at least a, a hey. Well, oh, even if you're in the shower, reach your damn arm out the curtain and answer the phone. Say, hey, I, don't take, I, don't, I don't take phones in the bathroom because that water and moisture is not good for them. That's true. That's because every time you go to, when your phone breaks down and they take the back off, you see this little dot right here? It should be red, not white. That means you got some water on it. I'm like, yeah. I've yeah. never done it. It had to be sweat, but anyway, that's another whole story. I'm about to die. Nah, it's on its deathbed. I mm. can't use my phone hardly without it being on the charger. Oh, okay. Like hooked up the life support. You might need to get another phone. I okay. do. I do need to get another one. Well, sis, I want to thank you for being vulnerable and sharing. And I'm going to thank myself for being vulnerable and sharing with with our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like, like, even, I just want, I want the listeners to feel like they know us. Right. I agree. On a deeper level, not the whole superficial level. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. But get, get to, get to know us. And what I, I've, like we know us. <laughs> exactly. What I've concluded, sis, is that, with everything being, we both have a lot to be thankful for. Yes. That's that's what I've concluded tonight. Um, through all the bad stuff that's going on, sometimes they ain't got no money. Sometimes they ain't got no food in the house. But what we do have is each other and we have our family and our friends. Mm-hmm. So that makes me feel really, really, really blessed tonight. Right. So, exactly. Um, now look, enough of that old sappy sad stuff. <laughs> it's getting on twelve o'clock. You know, we get we get silly around around. Right, right. We starting to get giggly. <laughs> I need you to tell the listeners what time is it now? What time is it now? Lim, Lim fifty six. And it's time for us to do what? This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Sis, roll it out for what? What you got? Okay, okay. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Okay, Michael and Terry, your brothers. 
I was gonna say who Michael and Terry. Oh Lord. <laughs> okay, my brothers. Okay. Okay. okay, your brothers, Michael and Terry. Yes. If they each had a wife. Oh Lord, do I have to get my pen? Fooling around with you tonight? No, no, no. You ain't got to do no math. Okay. Michael and Terry are married. They have wives. Okay. What are those wives to you? If Michael and Terry have wives, if Michael and Terry were married, mm-hmm. their wives would be what to me? Right. You're what? They would be my sisters-in-law. Oh, thank you. Boom, shaka, laka, laka, boom. You got it. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. This but ain't got nothing to do with people to know. That there is one more than one sister-in-law. That you have two sisters-in-law. Huh, two sister-in-laws. In-laws, Wes. <laughs> I knew you would get ready to go there, sis. But check this out. I had to think about it. Oh Lord. And I know how you are with mm-hmm. women. So before I answered. I had to play. Why is Lynn asking me this question? <laughs> because I knew it had to be a reason. So that's why I had to ask it again. But yes, I can bet you nine out of ten people say sister-in-laws. Sister-in-laws. Yes. No, you yes. don't have more than one law. You got more than one, <laughs> more than one <laughs> Or more than one brother. Okay. So brothers-in-law, sisters-in-law. Sisters-in-law and brothers-in-law. You don't have brother-in-laws and sister-in-laws. You are absolutely right. That ain't had nothing to do with nothing. Nothing. But it just drives me nuts. Yeah. I hear it. And it just is like, oh. Listen, that goes back to orientated and conversate. Yes, honey. Listen. Can't stand it. There, some some girl on Facebook wrote a whole poem about what it's like to be the mother of an autistic child. Mm. Down to the bottom of the poem, and she said, "There, something referring to people," and spelled it T H E R E. I was twice. Oh boy, twice. Okay, well, that's just just ruined the whole poem. Sidebar. Okay, now I told you about the guy who. Was, I was reading a note from work, uh. and he said, through, <laughs> H-R-E-W, and I said, okay, it might have been late, but then again, he put it again, and I was like, no, 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 you can't do the T-H-R-E-W, you need the T-H-R-O-U-G-H, right. through, and I was like, ooh, yeah, so I got to tell him, and we got to correct that, right. <laughs> you know, exactly. so, I tried to be easy. I said, hey, so-and-so, um, in your note dated for so- such and such, throughout the note you used the word, you wrote the word through, T-H-R-E-W, but it should be, you know, T-H-R-O-U-G-H. He never did respond. <laughs> he was offended. <laughs> I guess he was offended. Maybe so, but yeah, that was a hot mess. Okay. So now, has someone said that to you recently, or you heard that recently to make you come back with that? With this ain't got nothing to do with nothing. I think so. I know you and I 
briefly mentioned it one day, but I can't remember the context in which it came up. And I will tell you this. Before you said that, I really never gave it a second thought. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I, you hadn't. Yeah, I promise you, I hadn't. Okay. I was saving that one. I was yeah. saving that one. That was a good it really doesn't have nothing to do with nothing, but I just need people to be correct. I need people to know. You know what? I think you missed your calling. You should have been a damn English teacher. That's what you should have right. been. You're right. You are okay. so right. My mama was. I should have followed in her footsteps. Follow in the footsteps. Now, this ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Mm-hmm. Why this is my 50th Thanksgiving and I ain't never cooked a Thanksgiving dinner in my damn life. Ooh, child, me neither. And okay, so you neither. And I haven't either. Never. Okay. Now, next year, sis, we got to do a potluck. We got to do better because, you know, I'm always, if my mama leave this world anytime here soon, mm-hmm. we just going to go to hell when food because, well, she, I, oof, sis, like, I had in the last five years, I have started prepping. Like I, I did the potatoes and I cut them for the potato salad. I wash and cut the collards for the collard greens. But since I don't know how to cook, I don't know how to make shit. Right. Well, I'm with you. Well, I can make macaroni and cheese. Okay. Yeah. Now, no, I, no, nope. Couldn't even do that either. Nope. nope. I can do that. Okay. And then well, I had but I realized that at 50, I need to um get on my game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I thought about that. I was like, okay, well, how would I ever be able to host, you know, if it were just me? Right. I would be able to host Thanksgiving. And then I'm looking at, you know, all the people talking about they getting their food prepared on, you know, on Facebook and stuff. And I was like, uh. and people be asking me, well, what you cooking? I'll be like, uh. Nothing. Uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Hopefully somebody else is cooking. Because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but I mean, you know, thank God for for Yusuf because he is a cook. And oh, shout out, shout out, shout out to Yusuf, the producer and the cook and the basketball so, coach. Right, he got too many hats, too many hats. Yes, yes, basketball yes. coach, the father, the uh, English teacher. That's uh, right. <laughs> but Listen, who says you have to wear one hat? Right. One of his many hats is definitely cooked. And I'm trying, I, you know, I've been trying to get him to go on and cultivate that, that talent. I'm just saying. Don't cook, man. People need to eat this stuff. I'm just saying. You need to do it. I'm trying to send him on MasterChef and... And chopped in all these, you know, different shows and stuff. And he don't, I don't think I can do it. Man. Well, then we need to push, we need to push producer like he pushed us to do the podcast. Exactly. He, and he or can, we need to push him. I don't know nothing about Master Chef and Chops, but we can push mm-hmm. him to do his thing. Yeah. That's what we all do. capacity. We're going to push, we're going to push producer to, to, to believe in himself and do what he's passionate about. And he is, and he loves to do it. He likes to try new things and, you know, he, um, he'll step outside the box and he didn't even eat vegetables before we got together. And I got him eating vegetables. So he'll even try stuff with vegetables and, and it's always good. I've never, I mean, there are times where he may have missed a step with seasoning or something like that. Right, right. He's a little too salty for me because he likes salt 
and I don't. But never have I eaten anything that has not tasted good. Well, that's all right, right there. Okay. All right. Well, we need we need to get some. We need to have a episode um, about cooking and invite and invite and invite Yusuf coach. Yeah. <laughs> so Yusuf, give us a dish of the week. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, I do know because every time I, most of the time when I talk to y'all, y'all are doing some type of salmon or uh-huh. something grilled or something like that. Go yeah. ahead. Listen, we got too much talent in our little circle yeah. to not be doing some entrepreneurial type stuff. Right. And it's about to happen. It's about to happen. I'm putting it in the air. Y'all going to hear some big things coming from Lynn and Kim and Coach and everybody else. We got, we got to do our own thing. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. This right here ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Okay. You going to see Wills this weekend? I would like to. Okay. I, I, I don't have an, an exact plan to do that, but I would definitely love to go and see it. Okay. I think we're going to try to do a... um. Uh, 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 me, Roz, and Chantel. I think we're gonna try to go and, and see it. Chantel, she's been, she's been, she's been daughter of the year here lately. She's just wow. been. I mean, yeah, she's. You know, it's um, it, it's 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 been good. It's been good because it's been a rough, rocky, rocky last yeah four weeks. But um, so I think what, I think we're gonna try what to. Where y'all going? Um, what day? Um, probably. Friday. Okay. Maybe Saturday. Not sure. Don't know. Don't 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 know. It's just been put out there. Um actually Chantel and one of her friends went to see um Creed Creed two tonight. Mm-hmm. Well I said I can't see Creed two before I saw Creed one. Hell. Right, exactly. So, so I'm gonna try to mm-hmm. find it on pay per view or or Netflix or something, but I haven't seen the first Creed. Have you seen the first Creed? I have not. Oh, oh well, not interested. We so, we so behind. We so behind. Yeah. I did, but I wasn't interested. Like, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not. Now I'm a tasteless. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. I love all the Rockies. Rockies one, two, one through ten. I love all the Rockies. Yeah, I, I watched. Well, I don't know if I watched one through ten or nine, but I, I think it was about seven of them. I think it was like seven or six. I was a little girl watching the Rocky movies. You did what? I did watch the Rocky movies when yes, I was. I love the I love the Rocky series. And so Adrian. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't I ain't loving enough to really want to see Creed. I was just like, oh, boxing. Yay. Yeah, no, so but they, they say it's pretty good, so I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check yeah. it out. That's what I heard. Widows, I'm definitely interested in. That's my kind of movie. Yes, yes. And I still wanna see um so okay, so what we're gonna do, we're gonna have another movie review in the next two or three episodes and we're going to do the Hate You Give and Widows. What do you think? You seen the Hate You Give? Uh, yeah, no, not yet. Okay. <laughs> now, I have seen what's the movie? Nobody Fool. Nobody. Oh, okay. Sis, Sis huh? can we have a two-minute Movie review on Nobody's Food with Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I have not seen. Oh, okay. But I can give you some reviews from two people that did see it. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna let you go first. You want me to go first, or you want to go first? I 
want to see if the people thought like I thought. Okay. So, Nobody's Fool came out, what, about two weeks ago? Maybe three weeks ago? Yeah, two, three weeks ago. And um, I'll say the movie review from Chantel was Mm -hmm. Don't Waste Your Money. Mm -hmm. Go and get it on the Fire Stick. Mm Mm-hmm. Or wait till it come out on Redbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, her friend said it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it was not Tyler Perry's best work at all. Correct. Okay. Don't spend your money on the movie. Wait till it comes out on DVD or wait till it comes out on Redbox. Yes. Okay. So I have an agreement. Okay. I could have waited. I mean, it was good to get out and, you know, to go with Nicole and Sean. But it definitely could have waited for Fire Stick or something. Because it was, I'm I'm glad that she said all over the place because that's what I was thinking as well. Her words were all over the place. All over the place. It was not Tyler Perry's best work. I'm already not so much of a Tika Sumter fan. I do not know why. Okay. I I I don't know. I don't know if her character in the haves and the have nots just the acting and all of that is just so bad that I just kind of wrote her off. I don't know. The but acting is so bad. So bad. Oh my god. Just, I don't understand. And she didn't act. I mean, I haven't seen Southside with you. Maybe I need to watch that and get a look at a different style of her acting. But she wasn't the best actress in this one either. This <clears throat> real, just not believable. Okay, yeah, and see her hair. I was like, who decided that that was should have been her hair? So it, it just started oh, with, with the whole look. It went, the look wasn't right. Then the no, action was bad. The look went right. Ask, ask Chantel and Siobhan about the look. Her okay. hair was a hot mess because you could tell that it wasn't hers. That it wasn't hers. It was mm-hmm. a ugly style that did not go with her face. And her forehead is too big to be out. And it oh. was out. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and, it was too much. and what I'm, I'm a little shocked because even though he has the kind of predictable movies uh-huh. like I love Daddy's Little Girls. I thought I, mm-hmm. I, I can watch anytime that comes on, I can watch it. Right. Um, and what was the one where he played the executive um oh, uh, good, deeds, good, deeds. good Deeds. Yeah. I like good deeds. Um and- I even like um Meet the Browns when you know when um, Angela Bassett played the daughter. So, and a family that prays. That the was a family that prays. So I was kind of shocked when they said it was like it wasn't good. Like just the acting was bad. The the cinematography was bad. The every just the writing was bad. It was because like there was something about about Tiffany Haddish's role where I I couldn't. I'm thinking maybe she was doing too much, trying too hard. Gotcha. Be funny. And sometimes it was not funny. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. okay. And then like them little, like them crazy punchlines, like, right. like 
Right. That was over the top. Right. Okay. There was a lot of stuff that was just kind of, yeah, that didn't fit too well right there. Okay. Okay. Well, um, for the second ever movie review for uh, the Anything, Everything, and Nothing with Lynn and Kim, <laughs> if you haven't already seen Nobody's Fool, uh, get it on Bootleg Fire Stick or wait for it to come on Redbox. <laughs> you, I promise you, you're not missing anything. You will say you will not be disappointed if you wait. And, and it was the same old, you know, love storyline where she ends up with the underdog in the end. Okay, was the underdog Omar, Omari Hardrick? Okay. Yes, he was. See, and see, now if I haven't even seen it, and just yes. saw it from the clip, and then it's that predictable. That's no good. That's no good. Exactly. Okay. Well, guys, I hope we haven't disappointed you. I know a lot of people are Tyler Perry fans and Medea fans. And sidebar, he's supposed to be killing off Medea or something. Have you heard yep. that? Yeah. Okay. They okay. showed a preview for that movie as well. Oh, it's a movie? It, there's a movie, the something other about a funeral. Oh, God, what is it called? Medea's Family Funeral or something like that. Okay. But in the previews, they don't show Medea dying. Somebody else died, but it wasn't her unless they just didn't show that. But we'll see. Well, I always tell Roz, like, let me tell you some sidebar, sis. You know the the, uh, Medea boo? Oh, my God. I refuse to spend 45 cents to see Medea boo. That bad as have and have not. Okay, listen. I told Roz, I said, listen, Roz is my movie date person, guys. I was like, listen, you know, my friend, I was like, look, I'll do most of anything with you. I'm not going to see that. Mm-mm. That looked ignorant on the preview, mm-hmm. on the TV, on the big screen. I'm not going to see that. Yeah. I'm well, not yeah. going to see that. Okay. Well, that is having, have nots, and if loving you was wrong. I just can't. I yeah. tried so hard to watch them during shows. No, could not get past the horrible acting. Well, now I watched season one and I think they're on like season four, five or six now, mm-hmm. but they had a character named Veronica, the the, <laughs> lawyer, the black lawyer. Yeah. She like became psychotic or something. Yeah. And I was just like, that is not even real. It it just it turned me off. I was like, okay, bad acting, bad storyline. I did not get past the first couple of episodes when it first came on. Okay, I did get through season one because you know Roz and and some other friends say, watch, girl, you gotta watch, you gotta watch um have and have nots. So I tried it, but after that, and then Tiki Tiki Tika Sumter's character, like who can really do all that? It, it became right. unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just, I, it, I just couldn't do it. Okay. I do it because it, it was just too. They, they, the acting was like they were on a stage in a theater. Mm, okay. Or, or a bad soap opera. Ooh. And okay. I just could not handle it. Well, I want to thank you for saving me probably thirty thirty five dollars. Mm-hmm. From going because you know you go to the movies, it's like ten eleven dollars. The popcorn and the soda is like twenty five dollars. So I want to thank you for not allowing me to waste my money because I don't have money to waste. Right, and um, I probably will never see it Mm-mm. because I'm not going to sit through it at home to watch it. You know what I'm saying? 
probably won't. It'll. I can imagine that you would get kind of bored with it. Yeah. So, like, for real, for real. Okay. Well, sis, um, I think that um, we have given the listeners a look, look, a little bit of everything. We were kind of all over the place tonight, too. <laughs> I know, right? It's okay. In the end, in the end but um, again, since tomorrow is Turkey Day, Thanksgiving also known as Massacre Day, according to (laughs) Black Gumbo. Um, I love you, sis. I'm glad you're my sis. I'm thankful for you, sis. And I would like to give a shout out to everybody, all of our listeners, the listeners who we don't have now, who we're going to put in the universe that we will have. 2019 is going to be big for the Lennon Kim podcast. Oh, wait a minute. Sidebar, sidebar. Mm-hmm. Um, Google, and we might need to send this to Jay and producer. Mm-hmm. Google is looking for podcasters. Oh. Um, I saw that heading, and I need to get it. They're looking. It was in a Black Enterprise, blackenterprise.com. I'm going to go read that article, but it says they're looking for podcasters. So I'm going to read the article. And if it's something that I think that Jay and Defy Life that we can do as a network mm-hmm. might be interested in. But, you know, I'll, I'll send it to them. But, yes, Google is looking for podcasters. Just FYI. Okay. But anyway, so... Um, Again, sis, thank you for being my little sis and always having my back. And I want to thank the listeners for tuning in. Um, what is it, Lynn? Comment, like, share. What is yeah. it? What is it? Like, comment, share. Like, comment, share. Um, we're going to put this on and Facebook and all of our social media. Um, again, this is what we talk about, what we want to Chop, as as used to say, we want to chop it up with, chop it up about, and I love chopping it up with nobody other than you, sis, because this is what we do. Um, shout out to everybody over at Defy Life, all the other shows. Um, let's see, sis, what else? A uh, special thank you again to our producer, Yusuf, for making us sound so good and putting out thing with it, you know, give us a little, give us a little swag. And um, just, just thank you for everybody. Thank everybody. Thank everything. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, most of all, sis, thank you for doing this with me, for going in this venture with me and um, making us do what we do. I really yeah. appreciate you. Sis, we got emails, by the way. Oh, women! See, we off our game. But well, not from listeners, but we have emails. Oh, sis. Well, what? Look, let me stay in my glory for a minute. I'm sorry. Yeah, you look. You should let me stay in my glory there. I was so excited. Okay, so okay, guys, we don't have any emails this week. We need some emails. What are what issues are you having? What do you want to talk about? What do you want us to talk about? Email us at lennonkim.aen at gmail.com. Email us. Hit us up. And if, if this thing, if, if if we do this thing right, we're gonna have a 1-800 number for you guys. Yes. Call on, call in, tell us your story. And we are also in the near future, we're gonna do a Facebook live with Lynn and Kim. Oh, buddy. 
yes sir yes sir yes sir we about to do this thing so so look out for that huh i said look out for that look out for that i want you to have a wonderful thanksgiving not that i'm not going to talk to you 10 times tomorrow but um (laughs) look while you're traveling to denmark and and probably to Colombia, but everybody have a safe and wonderful and family full of love uh, day tomorrow <laughs> and our holiday and um, you know just as Ellen says just be kind to one another yes definitely I love you sis love you too sis I am Kim the big sis I'm Lynn the little sis and we are out bye You hear that? Listen closer. That, my friend, is the deafening sound of focus. It drowns out all the useless noise that can clutter the moment. Naysayers don't exist. Haters? Smaters? The peanut gallery? Who's that? When you're in your zone, all that noise and all that buzz is just elevator music. So, enjoy your journey, focus on your goal, and bask in the quiet roar that is progress. Because when it's your time to shoot that shot, Spit that verse or close that deal. The only voice that matters is yours. Defy life.